Hi, I'm Tommy Jackson with First Note Entertainment, and we are turning into the Naya Zuris radio station, and I cannot wait to get to know you better. Hello, Tommy. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been too long. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. So this is Tommy Jackson, the owner of First Note Play. And so now he is back because he's talking about the broken crayons tour. So how did everything come to be? How did y'all choose the artist? All of that. Well, first of all, the Broken Crayon Tour is part of the Broken Crayon Movement. And the Broken Crayon Movement um, really started when I spoke in Chicago. And I was doing a motivational speech in Chicago. And I was speaking to middle school, high school, and colleges. And from inner city to private school. And during that time period, it was kind of like, you know, rag to riches kind of motivational thing. And I turn up these cards and let them express themselves to so standing up for themselves. And if they have any problems, uh, just to write down if they need any help. And mm -hmm. I didn't really expect much out of that. And at the end of three days, over 400 young people had turned in notes asking me to help them that were either suicidal, being abused or addicted, saying they couldn't get out. And so that kind of changed my life forever. The pandemic happened, put it on the back burner. Um, during that time period, I met an artist by the name of Ellie Duke, E-L-L-E Duke. She had a song called Broken Crayons, and I really was just led by that song. Uh, we put another partnership together. We opened up a record label for her uh, outside of First Note. And we've been doing her artist development career, but part of that is to go out across America and tell people that you may be broken, but you can still color. So the Broken Crayon movement we do in schools for free, and then we do concerts to be able to finance everything. And so my concerts have always been multiple artists, multiple genre. Uh, I've sold out over 250 shows in a row, and uh, the pandemic took that off the shelf, and we're bringing that back out January the 6th. 2024 in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. That is amazing. And I've gotten to speak to Elliot Duke when we were on Clubhouse. I've interviewed Brandon before. Like you have such a beautiful lineup. I, I definitely hope that you guys can come back once the tour is over and talk about your experiences and where you're going to go next and all of that. So what made you decide to start in Sarasota, Florida? Well, Santa Rosa Beach is where I live, and we had a club down here called First Note Play, and it was a it was a, a music hall, First Note Music Hall, and we brought in developing acts. That's what we're known for. We find the notes first, and we had over 16 artists to kind of break from there at different levels, and that kind of started that whole movement. So it's my home base. I got a big following here. And so it just seemed like the right place to start the new company. And we would always, it was always Rising Star Roadshow up until now. And uh, we just felt like the branding was right to partner with Ellie. We felt it was the right thing to do for her career as well to go out and develop herself, uh, you know, from the ground, you know, kind of the ground up. And uh, we've been offered major label deals and we've turned them down at this point. We don't know what the future holds and we want to build her career kind of one super fan at a time. And the way to do that is to build our own tour. So we're financing the whole tour. So talk about the whole super fan thing and what that whole process looks like. Well, I mean, right now, if you're an independent artist, it's super hard to be uh, financially okay. 
I mean, it's just that simple. And so you look at Spotify and a million streams on Spotify pays us collectively to buy between everybody involved less than $4,000 a song. And you look at, you know, the Instagrams and the TikToks and all those things. Um, the contracts that are being offered on there, I'm just not really comfortable with at this particular time. We've not seen a contract that we're willing to sign. And so one way that you can build your fan base and one way you can monetize is you can do smaller shows that are more intimate that people get to connect to you and become a super fan. So we use a Patreon account for her and we also use her website and we also use her social domains to draw attention to hopefully coming in and being a member of her fan club. And that's mm -hmm. kind of a going movement that a lot of indie artists are doing. And you could usually, typically you're going to make about a hundred dollars a year off of a super fan. And so at the end of the day, you got to provide them that kind of, you know, that kind of enjoyment, that kind of connection, that kind of family. But if you can do that, then you don't need millions of fans. If we can get her to 10,000 super fans, then we can make a very strong economic impact for her and her family, as well as get her to that next level of contract negotiations. Absolutely. And Tommy Jackson, owner of First No Entertainment, is my guest here, back on Denial Your Radio, talking about the Broken Crayon Tour. So when it comes to Brandon, talk again about how you found the amazing talent. Well, I mean, we find talent everywhere. I get about, because we, we own First Note Play, which is a sync licensing agency where we do a lot of music for film and TV. I get about a thousand songs in a month from different artists, multiple artists, multiple genre from all over the place. Um, but during the pandemic, we found ourselves on this app, which is where I met you, called Clubhouse. And it's a, an amazing social audio uh, media app. And on there, I would be doing these contests just to try to discover artists during the time period where we couldn't go to L.A. anymore. We couldn't go to New York anymore. So we're bringing them into us in this social audio app. And um, Brandon Jarrell came in one day and I heard one of his songs um, over the time period. Um, I started hearing more and more about what he was doing and more and more about, you know, who he was as a person. And uh, he's from Jersey. He's a Jersey boy. Um, he's this amazing R&B singer, great songwriter. And so um, I believe in mentoring young up and coming artists. And we don't do a lot of developmental stuff in the artistry world these days. And I still do. And so he's kind of one of the people that I've got my eyes on and moving on up. He's not officially with First Note as far as signing. Um, we write together. We produce together. He helps us in film and TV. And he will definitely be at the show as one of the artists. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. He is absolutely amazing. Such a beautiful spirit and so incredibly talented, for sure. So, um, after Sarasota, what is, what is the next stop on the tour? Santa Rosa Beach, not Sarasota, Florida. That's totally different South Florida. And we're very purposeful announcing one city at a time. We've got 30 cities earmarked, but we're trying to really stay one city at a time in our marketing campaigns, because if not, um, some people that would have come to Santa Rosa Beach to say, hey, I'm closer to X, Y, Z. The, the hint, the hint is because of our demographics of wanting to make an impact in young people's life and the fact that Ellie's, you know, fan base is very young in nature. The hint is if you were to think about the Southeastern Conference football world 
and think about those colleges. You'll probably find the Broken Crayon Tour real near Tuscaloosa's and Auburn's and Ole Miss's and LSU's and, and Atlanta's and, and, and Athens, Georgia. So we're going to work the Southeast first. We've also got a show in Utah. We have a show in Chicago. We have a show in L.A. But we've got 30 cities that's earmarked and we grow them slowly each city at a time. And right now, Santa Rosa Beach is uh, kind of the, the apple, the only apple we can eat right now. But I will say that tickets are going super, super well. Um, it's being well received. We've got a lot of interview stuff. I've got several radio things coming up tomorrow. Um, and so it's now just getting momentum. And when we start a new movement like this and a new company like this, um, I believe in starting small and getting big. Before the pandemic, this was all done to under first note. And we were selling out 600 to a thousand seaters, which is a lot for independent artists. Um, our sweet spot is 300 to 500 right now. And we mm -hmm. will, we will have more than 500 tickets sold for this event uh, as of this week. So it's seat 750. So there's still seats out there available for anybody that's near us. Panhandle of Florida. That's amazing. Wow. Over 500 tickets sold already. That's super dope. Yeah. For independent artists, that's, that's hard to do. So we're, we're real thankful and the team's working super hard. Definitely, definitely. So are you still taking, are you going to be looking for new artists for the tour or is it, is it already set? No, no, no. We have, the great thing about it is on this first 30 city tour we do, um, we will do a kind of like a Build-A-Bear mentality. There's going to be several artists that will always be with us. Andrew will always be with us. John Michael will always be with us. Elliot will always be with us. As we go through these cities, we will determine the, the, the fan base and what it looks like. And that determines the artists. And almost every city we go to, we'll try to get their best artists to be part of the show. And that's given that artist an opportunity to be discovered, to be signed, to break, and also play on stages maybe they don't normally pay, play on. And so part of our deal is loving on the community, invest in the community. So we typically would have, you know, Ellie, Andrew and Vic, John Michael, and then we'll add on one or two. So that could be Brandon, that could be Percy, but it could also be very new artists. If we're doing a college campus, because that show has to be younger, if we do it at a college campus, then we'll probably have two or three acts out of L.A. Um, that'll be flown in with L.A. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited because I think the biggest thing that personal play has is that you have such an eclectic group of artists. And every single time I'm in the room, whenever you're playing personal artists, I already know that's going to be amazing talent each and every time. The discuss, I mean, the, the beautiful part of it is, is when I built the model of multiple artists, and multiple genre, that each artist only plays five to six songs and then the stage rotates, not only to a new artist, but a new genre. That was built because of the way that we listen to music now. Now that we have distribution outlets such as Spotify or Pandora or, you know, Apple Play or, you know, uh, you know, whatever you want to listen to your music to YouTube or Amazon. All of those typically are under a shuffle mentality. We don't normally just sit there and listen to 20 songs of an artist. We don't normally sit there and listen to nothing but R&B or nothing but rap or nothing but pop. And so I wanted to build a show that would keep your senses alive like that as well. So in this show, we have everything from pop to gospel to R&B to singer song, right? To, uh, you know, high energy, what I would consider much more um, Americana 
And so even if you don't like a certain genre, you only have four to five songs and it's going to switch. Uh, I just think that it's gotten really dated to be like nothing but a rap show, nothing but a pop show. And so typically people listen to a variety of music. And I think the listener is more sophisticated than ever before. So we try to give them that experience live. Definitely. And that's so important uh, to give people a different kind of sound. I'm sure, for sure. Yeah. So if people still want to buy tickets for the tour, where do they go? Um, they can obviously go to um, First Note Plays Instagram. We mm -hmm. um, It's probably the most populated, but we have all those new company things. So you can go to the Broken Crayon Tour um, Instagram. You can go to the Broken Crayon Movement Instagram, or you can go to our website, thebrokentour.com, and it's got everything available for you right there that, you know, it shows you the tickets. It's super professionally done, so you can pull up the tickets. You can see the seating charts. You can go in and figure out what seats are left open. It'll give you the best seats available and help you. And so it's pretty easy to now, you know, purchase a ticket and be at the event. Awesome. Yes, I definitely will um, hope to be able to see this or either when it's in Chicago or when it's in the West Coast for sure. And get to meet you in person, see the whole team and everything. I know it's going to be amazing. It is. I mean, each show is going to be different and that's what I love building shows for. And so it's about tension release. Um, it's about a performance. It's definitely not just a concert. It's not just music. Um, the show happens when you get out of your car and it happens all the way through till you get back in your car. So it's more than a, a show. It's a musical experience that has a powerful message behind it. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to see you and hear about all the phenomenal things that you're doing. Well, always a pleasure to be here, Denia, and you do such a good job. And again, for you people out there that uh, are not uh, used to First Note, hopefully you get to discover us, and Denia Sure Radio is a place Absolutely. that we'll always call home, so. Yes, most definitely you guys will hear all of the artists that are playing on the Broken Crayons so right here on Denia Sure Radio, for sure. As a matter of fact, after this interview, you hear a couple of songs that you guys are going to get to enjoy live. So enjoy. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.